Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living, and more. Hey guys, Tina here. I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day this past weekend. I hope it was filled with so much love and gratitude. As a mother, a woman, a wife, we so rarely put ourselves first. I hope you were able to do that this past weekend. So let's go ahead and center like we do every week on the show. Find a comfortable seat. Take a nice, long, slow, deep breath in and exhale away. And take this moment to notice and recognize the shift. Letting go of the day. Finding yourself here connected connected to your intuition, grounding, centering, and your intuition. Take another breath in and exhale, slowly coming back to the room. Notice that shift. It's always such a wonderful thing to do. And notice that you can always do this at any time. Pulling a card for our show. The card I've chosen is Go the Distance. Now, when this card comes up in your reading, go the distance means it's time to play big. It is time to move forward. All the things that you are thinking, creating, percolating in your mind, go for it. And it is time to be creative and to birth it. So don't play small, play to win. Coming off Mother's Day couldn't be more befitting for my guest, Stacy Walker. Stacy is best known as an international best-selling author, award-winning podcast personality, and business strategist. As a business strategist, she helps new and seasoned entrepreneurs put themselves first so they can design a beautiful life doing what they love. She teaches clients and students how to infuse the power of collaboration to rapidly accelerate the growth of their business. She's a firm believer in collaboration because it's one of the easiest ways to build a thriving, profitable, and fun business. Her expertise has been showcased in multiple media outlets, including the Huffington Post, Small Business Trends, Killer Startups, About, Ambitious Entrepreneur Network, The Boomer Business Owner, Women on Business, Evan Carmichael, and Morpheus, just to name a few. You can find Stacy at her website, stacywalker.com, social media on Instagram, and she has a thriving Facebook group. And the name of the group is Elite Society of Ambitious Moms. Hey, Stacey, how you doing? I'm doing great, Tina. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm really awesome. I've had a pretty good week. How about yourself? It's been great. I, I can't believe this week's flown by. <laughs> like, it's gone like fast. Super fast. Absolutely super fast. Well, I'm so excited to get you on and have you connect with the listeners because there's so much going on and I am just always inspired by you. I know a lot of people ask you, we were just talking a little bit, how do you get it all done? And and we'll, we'll get to that, but you're really just sharing your light and shining and you create so many other women and moms to do the same. So I can't wait to get to the conversation. Oh, thank you, Tina. I really appreciate everything that you've said, and it's an honor to be here. Great. So I always like to take the listeners back. We always dabble in spirituality, intuition. Is 
how you grew up and did you grow up spiritual? Did you grow up religious? Both? I actually grew up in between my family. You know, my mom is a nurse, so she was working 12 hours. My dad, military army reserve. We didn't go to church every Sunday or anything like that. Didn't go to church that much, but uh, of course we believe in, in God. A matter of fact, my parents are Baptist and basically I was raised a Baptist, but we didn't go to church all the time. So I really didn't get in touch with my spirituality until my late teens, like 18, 19, when I was getting more curious about the universe and our creator. I, I don't know. I just went through a shift in my life to where I was just really thinking about these things. And of course, people that I came across either in school or in my neighborhood, I was always fascinated with other people's spiritual beliefs and, and religion. It just really interested me. Like I would definitely open-minded because I know sometimes people are just stay closed-minded when it comes to those things, but I didn't. I was always open-minded. I've always been an open-minded person, Tina, and I was always fascinated with learning about different religions and, and beliefs. You know, I just took everything in and really caught on to the similarities and pretty much so adopted what really, I guess, centered me and helped me understand who I am as an individual and as a human being. Something turned on in my head, Tina, to where I was, I can actually be connected to the universe because we're all one. We're all made of the same things and we're not all so different. Right. Absolutely. And it's interesting because as I'm speaking with different guests, they have similar backgrounds and maybe a little bit different, but we've all come from this or we've come to the realization or the, I don't know, maybe it just happened, but it's all been like this idea that we are just all one and we are very similar and that the boundaries of religion have are broken away. And a lot of the women I've been speaking to consider themselves very spiritual, less religious. And the not that religion's bad too, because I want to tell the listeners to that as well. It's just that sometimes they're very confined. And when you are open to other people and other cultures and other religions, that kind of happened for me too. It happened a little bit later on in life when I found yoga and it was like Hindu and I went to a Hindu temple and then there was different religions and different people. And I have, I have clients that are Orthodox and then I have clients that are conservative Jews, I am Catholics and, you know, all of that. And I'm always very intrigued with the culture and the rituals. So I'm still, I always, one of my best friends is Jewish and I'm always saying to her, can you invite me to a Seder or a Passover? And I just love that whole, I, they're all very similar also. So there is that part in the religion, but you no, know, now we have this idea that we're all one and spiritual and we don't need a place to go. We can have our prayers or our blessings to whomever it doesn't have to or whatever. And it's an inside job sometimes, right? It's not so outside of us, which is nice. I'm so glad that you brought that up, Tina, because to me, it definitely is an inside job because like when I first started studying and qu asking questions to the people that I was connected with about their beliefs and their religion, like 
like you, it always intrigued me and fascinated me because it just opened my world up even more. And it made me realize how much I really don't know. I still don't know much. You know, there's just so much that of the unknown. And I'm so fascinated with other people's beliefs because it's helped me kind of identify my spirituality and what I believe in and what keeps me grounded and centered. And I love that. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to connect with people and keep an open mind when it comes to other people's beliefs or religion. That's one thing about when I was growing up, Tina, is that my family, my parents, very open-minded, very educated, and they wanted me to be educated too, and just really always be willing to learn. So I'm so grateful that my parents instilled that into me, and it doesn't end. I'm still learning. I'm a lifelong student. I always say that, and I love it. So at this point in my life, later in my life, like I'm more so connected with my mindset and how powerful the mind mind is. I mean, it's everything. And then our bodies are very fragile and delicate and we have to really love and listen to it. I love how you mentioned about yoga. I do Pilates, which is kind of similar to yoga. And I always feel great. <laughs> I always feel like at my highest self and, and happy and at peace, like not only physically, but mentally too. Well, I think that any kind, and I, I have a lot of friends that I've dabbled in Pilates and where I teach in the wellness center, I teach there's Pilates and a lot of people come in for Pilates and it is very similar. It's how you feel. So whatever the spiritual practice, you know, people may not think Pilates is a spiritual practice, but that feeling that you get that the moving of the physical body, the breath, the feeling good, the endorphins, obviously, but Pilates is very different than, say, running. You're kind of still in tune. It's very individualistic. Although running then, too, in a lot of runners, they go down that zone. They get in the zone, like swimmers, runners. And that's the place where you can find that silence and find that peace. You know, I have this conversation sometimes with my husband. And, you know, I'll, I'm a meditator, and I'll sit and meditate. And he said his meditation is walking and he commutes to the city. So he'll get out of a couple stops out of the subway and he'll, well, if it's a nice day, that's his clearing his mind. That's his meditation. He'll walk more and even it's a couple extra blocks. And so it's whatever kind of floats our boat, you know, whatever is going to make us feel good. Kind of want to segue to in today and being a mom, having a business, all the things that you do, do you have a daily ritual that you want to share? Or even if you don't have a daily ritual, maybe there's things that you have in place throughout the week or the month or things like that, that kind of ground you and help you. Absolutely. When, uh, thanks for asking that because I, I think it's so important for other people to know like what our schedules are and how we manage to do things as moms and partners, business owners, you know, all our many titles and roles. Well, since I have a toddler, Tina, 18 months old, uh, he's very active. And the thing that I always do, no matter what, it's basically a non-negotiable is I always make time in the morning for myself before anybody is awake. That way I can sit down and journal, take a quiet spot in my home and journal for at least 10, 15 minutes. That way I can somewhat plan my day 
and also just write about things that I would love to attract to me um, and also things that I'm grateful for. Just write down really anything else that's just going on. When I don't think I'm going to write anything down, it's amazing how all of a sudden I've filled up three or four pages. Another thing that I do since I do work at home and I'm online and sitting down most of the time, I do make sure that I get up from my desk as often as possible, at least every hour. Um, I try to make space, a buffer in between like any of my coaching calls or workshops, virtual workshops or virtual coffees, interviews. Always make sure I buffer in between these things that are on my schedule. That way I can get up out of my seat, walk around my house, spend a little bit of time with my son, talk to my husband for a little bit because he's home all the time too, or get outside and get some fresh air just to re-energize and, and also eat. That is very important. Like I have to eat because I have a story actually to tell you of why I do these things now. Back in 2013, that year was my breakout year with my business. I had, by the time 2013 hit, I had been five years into my business and I finally got the breakthroughs that I had always wanted. And, you know, I became an international bestselling author from a, a collaboration project that I did. I won an award for a podcast that only had 10 episodes. I also was making consistent five-figure months, and I was getting recognized from new media, traditional media, and successful entrepreneurs that I really looked up to and admired. And even my family took me more seriously because since I don't have a family of entrepreneurs, I was raised in a household to where you get your education, get that career, stay in that career until you retire. So I'm the child in my family that, if, and I'm the youngest that is out of the box. I'm the different one. Right, right, right. So, um, so even though it was the best year of my life for my business, like everything was perfect, but personally it was the worst. I had gained 30 pounds. I had consumed a lot of sugar. I was stressed out all the time. I worked every single day, seven days a week for a year and only slept maybe about three hours a day. Uh, I really wasn't spending time with my oldest son. Like I was there physically there, but I was not present. You know, I was either always on my phone or on my laptop. It just really wasn't spending that quality time. My relationship with my husband was not too great, but you know, I told him you cannot make me choose between you and my career because you know that my business, that's my life. That's what I want to do. So things were not great at all. I felt horrible. I was not active and I'm the type of person that loves to go outdoors. I love to hike and camp fish. I love outdoor activities and I was not doing any of that. No Pilates, nothing. So obviously this was something that was a progression. It didn't happen overnight. It happened because I did not set boundaries with myself. So one day I just woke up and I decided, Tina, that I needed to get recentered and reconnected with myself because I, I didn't feel like myself. It felt like I was just in another body and I could not recognize who I was. I don't know if that 
resonates with any of your listeners or, or with you, but I, I got to that point and it didn't feel good. And it actually scared the crap out of me. Okay. Well, I need to make a decision. I need to focus on myself because I didn't want to get to the point to where either I did irreversible damage to my body because one, I have a small liver that has to work harder to get rid of toxins. Two, I had a near death experience in 2008, which is why I started my own online business. And number three, my family history, my grandparents, strokes, high blood pressure, diabetes, and I didn't want that happening. My parents know because they live healthier lifestyles and stuff like that, but I was going down that road and I was like, so what is all of this success that I've envisioned for myself and that I've defined for myself? What is that if I end up dying or anything like that. So I decided to go on a self-care sabbatical for a year. What I did, Tina, I just dropped everything like with my business. I didn't tell anybody that I was going away. I just was like, I'm done. (laughs) You know, I'm done and I'll be okay with it because any other time I would have been stressed out about it and I would have tried to notify everybody about me leaving. But I was like, no, I'll, I'll do that when the time comes, I just need to step away and take care of myself. So that's what I did. I just stepped away from my business and I'm very grateful that I was able to do that because what ended up happening during that year, I started getting recentered, refocused and re-in-touch with who I am and what feels good to me because I never want to get to a place ever again to where I'm there. So I ended up actually taking two years off because I got pregnant with my with baby Jordan and I had two miscarriages prior to that. So I didn't think that my husband and I were going to have any kids of our own because we're a blended family. I always like think back like, well, did I have those miscarriages because I was not taking care of my body? Like things like that would beat me up. Now, let me ask you a question, Stacy. When everything was going, you're saying this is 2013. So you're having this great year and your business is booming. How many years into your business were you? Five years. Oh, you were five years in. Because I know we have some women listening, mompreneurs and entrepreneurs, and you know they may be in a year or four years. And I always believe that there is someone out there that needs to hear this message. So I wanted to say that as well, because there could be somebody out there that could be in a year or even five years and it's going great. It's going great. But so don't you always feel like there's always a reason why. So there may be someone listening that really needed to hear that message, that self-care. So thank you for that, for sharing. You're welcome. I mean, that's why today it's non-negotiable. I have to take those breaks because I never, ever want to get back to that place. And I also want to continue to share this story and my message because it's so important because us being moms and wives and business owners, women, I mean, we're all of these things. And that's a lot of weight on our shoulders and we might feel that we have to do everything, but we don't. Another thing that is so important is delegating, giving up some control. I don't know if it's us as women as a whole, but we want to take care of everything. I guess we're nurturers and most of us are intuitive about that, about being nurturers. I'm not going to say every woman is, but the thing is that it's okay. You can delegate, you can get that help. Don't be afraid to ask for help because 
we cannot do it all. Right. Well, I think there's that thing that we, I go through that myself, that I can do it all. And then when my, the dishes are still in the sink from the night before, my beds are not made. I have three interviews on the calendar. I have two yoga classes to teach and the dog hasn't been fed. I beat myself up and I'm like, really? Come on now, you know? <laughs> right. And we shouldn't beat ourselves up. And that's completely normal, Tina. Like we do, I, I do it too, but I'm like, you know what, Stacey, give yourself a break. You have been doing so much. That's why I do the journaling in the morning with what I'm grateful for, because those are things that I've created in some way, shape or form, or because those were the things that I worked on. We have to really celebrate our wins, not focus on what hasn't been done. Let's focus on what's been done because yes, I have gotten to the point, you know, to where I'm okay with my dishes not being done. That is so not me. But the thing was, my husband would do it every now and then. If I, I'll delegate workout to my family because I'll be like, I need help. My oldest son, he isn't here. So I can't put him to work right now. It's so important to get the help, especially when dishes are stacking up, laundry stacking up, crumbs on the floor, bathrooms starting to get untidy, things like that. If we can just ask for help, with those things, because those things like really bother me. If it's not done, uh, you know, I would just like kind of go nuts because it needs to be done. But you know what? No, I need to focus my energy on something that's more important than those dishes we're right now. Tina, with everything that you're doing and that you're passionate about and you're making a positive impact, what's more important, the dishes or the impact in the lives that you're making? and connections. You're absolutely right. And I too am a journaler. So as you're talking, I'm kind of smiling here. I wake up every morning and I've changed the way of journals. I actually have had a couple journaling prompts and I've also, I've changed a little bit the way I journal, but I've always, I used to have journals for years and it was always like a bash session, you know, <laughs> these are like going back. It would just be like, duh, like kind of like a review of my day or the things I wanted to do or change. And then when I got out of that, when I really had more of a method to my madness, I start with, it's interesting. I've done this in different ways. I had, I was working with a business coach that we did a brain dump. So that was more, she didn't really explain it as journaling, but the, for your task for the day, you would do these brain dump. And then, so I kind of incorporated and I heard it in another place. Of course, you hear it in all different places, but I start with a brain dump. I just get everything out of my head. It could be from picking up the milk and I need a sympathy card to three interviews to whatever. And then I go into gratitude and then I go into what I call envisioning. And I have to tell you, since I've been doing that, which isn't all that long, I have come up with ideas, creative projects, things for myself personally. It's just kind of flows. And it's really nice. And I add to my ritual. So I do the journaling part and then I always pick an Oracle card. So I always choose a card. I ask spirit every day, what does spirit want me to know? And then I choose my card. I choose an anchor card. I call it an anchor card and I choose from an Oracle deck and from the anchor card, I may choose two other cards or just keep the anchor card out. And sometimes I'll journal about the card because it may resonate with me. Sometimes the card immediately resonates with me and I know exactly that feeling and others I just keep it out on my altar or my sacred space and then it makes sense later and it sort of just gels the day it starts the day mm -hmm. yeah and that's great that you're doing the prompts and that you're envisioning because it just does something to your mindset it just really lays out the day on a positive note 
things that you can look forward to and things that you want to manifest into your life. Not only manifest, you have it. It's a done deal. And it just makes things so much better. (laughs) You know, it just makes the whole flow of life go so much better because I know the days when I don't, I have gone a day where I don't journal that first thing in the morning. I'll do it like later on after I've done some things and I just feel off for the day. That's why I was like, you know what? No, this is a non-negotiable. I have to do this before I do anything else because I played around with like the different times and it just does not feel right except in the morning. I'm the same. The mornings are, are kind of key for me for the mindset. And you're so right. The mindset really has it all. I had to rethink my week in the sense of talking to certain people because there were certain people that I realized I got into conversations with more regularly and they were bringing me down. And this week I just stayed really focused with mindset and I got up very early, which I love getting up early, doing the journaling, picking my cards, doing the meditation and not talking to those people. (laughs) Really helped. (laughs) Yes. It's really helped. It's been good. So I would love to share with the listeners because you are a very busy lady and share with us your Facebook group, the Elite Society of Ambitious Moms and how that came about. And now you're an advocate for moms and mompreneurs and all of that. So there's just, I know there's so much to share. So start wherever you'd like. Okay. Thank you, Tina. I could start with the Elite Society of Ambitious Moms. Well, that started because in September, my husband and I and little baby Jordan, we decided that we wanted to move to Denver, Colorado. And I used to live in San Antonio, Texas, because we just wanted a change. And it's just beautiful here. Like, why? Why not? And so when we moved here, I was like, well, I don't know anyone. Like, I don't know anyone here. Like in, in Texas, I had my dad, my oldest son, my best friend. That's where I grew up. So this is the first place where I didn't know anybody except my family, you know, my family that I've created. Well, I'm an introvert, so I'm not the type of person that likes to go out and meet people unless and socialize unless I've actually gotten close to them and stuff. Like there's some people that can just do that. Well, I'm not that kind of person. So I was like, well, I'm going to create a Facebook group because that was something that I've never created in the life of my business. And I was like, well, I just don't want it to be just a group. I want this to be a place to where I can grow, I can learn. And I, it's so important to have a support system, especially when no one is around you to help you thrive. You need that support when you're building your business. Like you just need that support. You need to be around people that are like-minded that are building their businesses and, So that's where that started. I didn't know it was like going to actually turn into some type of movement because not too long after that, I had the Ambitious Mompreneurs Summit, which I'm so grateful you're a part of. Thank you. And the summit tied in perfectly with the Elite Society of Ambitious Moms because, you know, building a business is hard. We cannot do things alone. I learned that lesson the hard way in the first five years of my business. I tried to do everything alone. And I wanted not only for a place for me to thrive, but other women to thrive and not be afraid to vent, not to, not be afraid to share their wins, no matter what it is. It's not so much about us as moms. It's more about us as women, leaders, business owners, dream makers, <laughs> creators, creatives, and stuff like that. So 
with the Elite Society of Ambitious Moms, the Ambitious Mompreneur Summit, a movement was pretty much so created because that group was never about me. It was about me, but it wasn't. I really envisioned it being a place where women could actually bring each other up and celebrate one another and be able to collaborate with one another because there's women from all different industries in there and to learn from one another in there. So it's growing more and more. There's some, I call them stars. These are the the bright people, the people that you just can't really ignore within the community that are just really... They just inspire the heck out of me. You're one of those bright stars too. It's an amazing group and it's very uplifting. It's very positive. Everyone is just great. And I go in there to feel good and I go in there to feel connected and there's no spammy. There's no uncomfortability. There's a lot of support. There's a lot of solidarity and Yeah. I mean, I think was your quote, I don't know if it was today. I believe it was today when you did a beautiful quote. I believe you had a flower and you were like, you're special. And it's always so good to hear because we don't always hear it. It's good to hear it. And to someone say, you're special, you're unique, you're loved, you're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. That's just feels great. And to have, and to know that we're all in it together and it's okay if my beds are unmade and my dishes and it's absolutely right. So 100%. I love it. And it has. You you have truly created. You're absolutely right. It's truly become a movement. It's not just a Facebook group. And I'm so glad that you did it. So me too. All things for a reason. You know, as you were talking, I have to say, and I'm sure you know that this is nothing probably new, but as you were sharing your story, how you had this great year in business, but then obviously personally and relationships and so forth, and you stepped away. Do you look at your baby Jordan as one of the, I mean, all children are obviously beautiful and a gift, but clearly, clearly he was gifted to you. So in the perfect divine moment, because I feel like you must know that in that soul that he came to you at that time and that everything was perfectly aligned for him to just come into being. Yes. I just look at his little face on the, (laughs) on the Skype and I'm like, Oh, he's the precious thing. So (laughs) he was the inspiration behind the summit. I have an older child, but he's 19. So I've like had to learn how to be a mom of a small child all over again and running a business. So I started really connecting with more women this go around because before I wasn't too centered around women with children, but that's where I feel at home right now because I feel so connected with women with children or grandchildren, even pet moms. I love my pet moms out there. I'm a pet mom too. Both of my babies, they breathe so much life into me, but being able to (laughs) juggle chasing him around, you know, I'm 40 years old, you know, I don't have the energy that I had when I was 20 with my, my oldest. So it's been challenging, but it's been worthwhile because I'm able, I'm so happy that I'm able to be home with him and spend that time with him and decide when I want to work and when I don't want to. I did not have that with my oldest Drew. I worked a traditional job when he was younger. So I only spent like two hours with them every day, Monday through Friday, because I was working, uh, which sucked, and I kind of felt guilty about it. It comes to my mind every now and then. I'm like, shoot, 
I didn't get this opportunity with Drew, but then at the same time, I'm like, you know what, but he's an adult. We have a different type of relationship and we can bond in a different way. So yeah, Jordan, he's something else and he's helped me just really kind of slow down and appreciate things a little bit more and be very aware of everything. Gosh, I never take anything for granted. Yeah, you know, for sure. Never. Yeah. Yeah. You have a bunch of stuff coming up. I know. Do you want to share with the listeners your? I know you're doing the self care, self love series. Do you want to, sh- or do you want to share? Was there is there something happening before that? Because I'd like to direct them to find you. And thank you, I appreciate that. Well, of course, they can be directed to my website. Listeners can be directed at my website at stacywalker.com, S-T-A-C-I-E-W-A-L-K-E-R. The next project I have going on, Tina, it's going to be the self-love, self-care series, but that's in June. So in between now and June, I don't have anything going on, but I will be doing a lot of writing on the Huffington Post, and it's going to be pretty much so... I guess what we've been talking about all of these things, because these are stories that I really haven't shared on a massive level. And I want to get it out there because I think it's just so important for us as women and mothers to know that we must take care of ourselves and love ourselves and that we do deserve happiness, abundance and freedom and to never put our dreams and our life on the back burner and put everybody else before us, because I'm, totally believe 100% Tina that we must put ourselves first that way we can be of better service to the people that we love and the people that we want to inspire and impact in the world especially as entrepreneurs because all of us we want to make an impact at least the people I connect with they want to make an impact it's more than the money even though the money's nice but it's bigger than that that's the message that I'm wanting to share and see this is something that I was not planning on doing it was not planned out at all it's just something that's really resonated with me and it feels right so I'm just going with it and I'm loving it every day just gets better and better I mean even though I have to pivot (laughs) with my work and everything but everything's been a labor of love. So yes, they can either go to my website or to the Huffington Post and just do a search for Stacey Walker, S-T-A-C-I-E-W-A-L-K-E-R. Now, Stacey, are you a regular contributor on Huffington Post? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Fantastic. I'm going to be more regular lately. Like I'm going to be posting and publishing probably about twice a week. Oh, wow. Fantastic. I got to grab that. It's like my open book journal (laughs) with my life experiences. It just feels right to put it there right now and just repurpose it on my website. I love it. So I always ask this question. (laughs) I don't know if I told you I was going to ask you this question. So No, but I'm curious. Okay. So the question is, what does intuition mean to you? Intuition means to me that I just know without question that I should either make a move on something because I, we're born with a solar plexus for a reason, which is, I think, right in line with our intuition. And we got to listen to that because if we're not aware of that and we're not awake, I call it being awake and we're not listening, that we can miss opportunities and just like really listen to what our bodies are telling us, good or bad or not so good. The thing is with intuition, it's like I either know, it's just I know something and there's no question about it. Yep, absolutely. 
And one more question, because I think you have so much to share and we could go on forever. (laughs) A woman that's listening, be it entrepreneur, mompreneur, or petpreneur with the pets, you know, women. Mm -hmm. And they're going through a really tough time. They're trying to balance it all. What can you share with them? What I want to share is that I don't believe that there is a such thing as balance, but what I do believe is prioritizing and also getting help. Don't be afraid to ask for help because you cannot do it all. I learned this the hard way. And this is something that is just so important that you don't have to do it all. Delegate, ask for help and just focus on the things that really fire you up. That's where you're most creative. That's where you're most centered. And that's really where you're in your jam, your flow. That's it. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you're listening, ladies. So absolutely. I love it. I love what you said. I love that jam and the flow. Just keep it going. And when you're passionate about things and don't be so hard on yourself. So 100%. 100%. Yep. Well, we're on board. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on The Intuitive Woman. And we're going to look for you. I'm going to check out the Huffington Post. So don't forget to check out Stacey Walker. Again, it's S-T-A-C-I-E at the Huffington Post. And check out her group, Elite Society of Ambitious Moms. And it is a wonderful group, ladies. It is uplifting, positive, and supportive. Thank you so much, Stacey. This has been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.